Hashtag unmistakable softness at Herrera Images at Jake Shears. Hashtag verse CV two one six C. Cheers to growing up gay with a flaming capital G. To the limp wrists in our childhood photos. To telling on ourselves before we could talk. To tears streaked in playground dirt. To the bullies who told us what we were before we knew. To slurs we picked up, dusted off and made our own. To trying on our mother's heels. To their fear we'd die of AIDS. To the tender disappointment of our fathers, if we were lucky. To waiting for a same-sex kiss on TV. Only to watch the camera pan away. To the girlfriends whose hearts we broke when our gaydar beeped for the first time. To our private, dirty humor. So acerbic it can melt chrome. To our cackle. To, is he, you know, to that quality straight actors win Oscars for, but can never get quite right. To identifying one another in a packed subway and a dark park with a glance. To that swish, lisp, and contraposto. Cheers to our unmistakable softness. Beautiful. Basic complexity. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, with that, I would say, well, at least for me anyway, I could relate to some of it. Not all of it, but some stuff, yes. That was definitely my childhood. And I had grown to the point of starting to realize that I was gay really when I was a teenager. So I started my whole uh, coming out process, started it, well, to myself first when I was 17. And yeah, then it just kind of ballooned from there. And there we are. Playing from Fire Tablet. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, some of those things I definitely did experience that kid, not everything. Actually, probably not the large majority of the stuff, but some of it, yes, I was able to relate to when I was actually I would say realistically when I was under 10 but yeah that's pretty much what I've alright and it looks like Quincy said First and best that, uh, okay, okay, this is actually about the previous topic, but he said, first and best that money 
so I can leave money to my family, make uh, that's accessible for me to live, and that's all, that money. Uh, questions and statement. All right, cool beans. And my response to the, the topic. One, I say it's an absolutely beautiful poem, written and read beautifully. And It's a beautiful poem written and read beautifully. And I also say to that, and this kind of speaks to what you were saying, Kevin, people are people. And this also speaks to the trans thing. People are people. You know, being gay does not necessarily e equal softer. No, you know, because people are people. Now, yes, I personally claim at 6'2 and I do currently use a walker and I do was diagnosed with MS and whatever. And I weigh 167 pounds and I try to go to the gym regularly. And with all of these things, I do see myself as like the softer partner. And kids used to call me gay before I even knew what gay was. And I, I get it. And I, for me, my softness was indeed unmistakable. <laughs> but for hard rocks like you, Kevin, I guess not. No, I'm messing with you, man. But yes, <laughs> like I remember one time when I was a kid in upstate New York, I, um, I had to take the trash out and my mom's shoes were right next to the door. <laughs> and I remember... And in my mind, I was like, okay, I, I need something on my feet to go take the trash out. So the shoes right here are convenient, whatever. And I remember my mom was like, Aaron, those are my, okay, yep, <laughs> go ahead. And I was like, I don't understand why you're making a big deal. I'm just wearing your shoes, please. Well, I was like, okay. Anyway, anyway, my it, it, it is what it is. My mom had hands from a very long time. As far as the uh, girlfriend thing, I never had a girlfriend that I met in person, but that reminded me of when I was in high school, I did have a woman who developed, no, she got, a, she called me as a wrong number. One day I kind of almost th think it was a, not spam, but um, some, somebody prank calling, but it turned into being her being my girlfriend, my girlfriend, because she was like, hey, you know, Aaron, I, I'd like to be your girlfriend. But I was like, well, you know, that's pretty cool because that, that way the guys in school, the handsome, the beautiful guys in school won't think that I'm gay because I have a girlfriend. Anyway, oh my. Um, yeah, we're not there yet. But I will say that she 
had a particularly deep voice and we never met in person. And I will finish this story in my one minute. Basic complexity. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I would say in general, the well-known term um, is been around for ages. You live and you learn. And in this case, it kind of applies. Just you learn things going through life. So whatever your sexuality is, and personally, I don't care. But I know some do. But yeah, you live and you learn. Oh, I'm sorry, that's it. All right, and Quincy left a message saying, and forgive me if it's just my my vision. Well, I I, I hate to say that, that's excuses, excuses. Um, But what Quincy wrote down is, I explore what gay was. I knew that I was different and my body told me to. I had experience with girls, but I knew that I was gay because of exploration. All right, Quincy, I hear you, friend. Yes, all right. My one minute is once in the I, I will finish what I was saying. As far as the woman, she, the girl, the girl, she, um, it was a wrong number allegedly. And we, we would talk re- a little bit regularly. You know, I, I, I thought it was cute because I'm like, well, this is what the straight boys do at school. The gorgeous straight boys do at school. So now I too can do it. I too can have a girlfriend that I chit chat with. A girlfriend and I remember one time I, and I stressed it that she had a, a very deep voice sometimes when women some can sometimes have very deep voices she had a particularly deep voice and I remember one time I'm she called you know back in the days before cell phones were um, universal mm-hmm. and she called the home phone I, and I was like okay and I, I I don't know if I picked up or my mom picked up. Even my mom picked up. And she was like, hi, you know. Oh, and this was the thing, too. I never met her in person. She never, we never met, period. And my mom picked up the phone and spoke with her. And she was like, hi, you know. I... I am unsure because, of course, being my mom, being a mom of her only child, she was very protective. And she was like, you know, I don't know if I like you calling my son. I don't know if you're actually an 
if you're a girl, like you say you are, but I've never met you because I don't know if you're a girl like you claim to be or if you're some old man trying to take advantage of my son. I don't like that. I don't like you calling my house and speaking with my son. And I was like, Mom, is that my girlfriend? No, what is And she's like, I do not want to call this house again. And you know, she never called the house again. <laughs> that was the end of it. Anyway, but I, I, I love my mom. She, she was very uh, protective, protective of her son, you know? Like, I don't know if you're some old man trying to take advantage of my son, but my mom was very diva, classic. Anyway, my one sentence is, unmistakable softness is beautiful, very well written, ex and expressed. Yes. All right. Um, you did your, yeah, you, you did your work. So time for this topic and i will be first for this are you ready to move on yeah all right hashtag blind color at emmanuel acho hashtag verse tv 216d as it pertains to seeing color i think that's well intended but i think it's ignorant if you don't see color then you don't see me you don't see who I am. You don't see what makes me unique. You don't see what makes me beautiful. If Dave and I were to walk outside, hey, Dave, you see that beautiful rainbow? No, Emmanuel, I don't. I don't see color. <laughs> like, imagine how ignorant that sounds. So it's not a matter of being absent of the sight of color, but be knowledgeable of the beauty of what that color pertains to and what that color has. Like, I want everybody to see color, but don't judge nor condemn me because of said color. I think I have enough time to start off with the fact that yes, actually, no, I, I, I won't. I said I won't keep calling guys beautiful and all of that stuff. It, it just goes without saying. If it's a man, if he's a man, trust me, I, I find something beautiful about him. Anyway, but yes. So in response to what he actually said, I say yes, but it's tough. I wish, wish that all humans were smart enough to form an opinion on every individual. But psychology explains that humans use stereotypes because the human brain is not able to calculate, form an opinion on every single individual person that they encounter. So, and that that's a, I don't want to say that's a BS excuse. That That's an unfortunate explanation. It is a BS excuse because we use such a small percentage of our brain. We could use a little bit more, but we don't. And I, I wish we would. My professor years ago said the same thing, you know, acknowledge my cultural difference positively. Acknowledge the fact that we are different positively. Yes, that, that's a beautiful thing. Don't judge me negatively. And unfortunately, uh, humans not being as smart enough, it's, yeah, to not use stereotypes, that's an excuse. And that, that's what I say. And I will take this to a topic that we've discussed a little bit about AI being a 
billion times smarter than us human beings. And perhaps AI will be able to take the time to form those opinions and uh, about every individual person. Oh my gosh. And Mo Gaudet speaks to stuff like that. That would be a beautiful world. And we can and should, and maybe, maybe we can learn from the AI that you can take the time, use a little bit more of your brain and take the time to form perspectives on every individual human. Maybe that will be a thing that we'll do. And some people do it now, you know, not everybody. Let's see. Yes. Let's see the beauty in our humanness, our diversity, and our sameness. We are one. We are all human. And, and we are all beautifully diverse. Basic complexity. Um, I, I will say, I could see um, when someone says that they definitely have the best of intentions, but at the same time, they are kind of ignorant to what they're really saying. Like, saying you don't see color could, unless you're colorblind, and yes, I understand that does happen, or there are people like that, but it's such a small amount of people. Um, in general, people saying they don't see color, they're kind of ignorant to what they're saying. Like, you see color, you see differences between people, that's fine. Um, because, yeah, I'm not going to come out of my mouth make that ludicrous statement that I don't see color, because obviously, yes, I do. Um, now, do I judge people on their color? Absolutely not. That is never been how I operate or even how I was raised. So, yeah, I really think, like, when it comes down to it, things like that, it could honestly be a teachable lesson to anyone willing to listen. And that's what I've So, when you talk about colorblind, it's like, even if colorblind meant you saw the whole world in black and white, which is not, that's not what it is, but even if it meant that, if you were physically colorblind, you saw everything in black and white, even in the old black and white movies, when you'd have a black actor on in a scene with a white actor, 
you'd be able to tell who was who. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying reminds me, years ago, a uh, when I was in uh, elementary school in upstate New York, one of my uh, classmates did the whole uh, I'm colorblind thing. And he's like, and one of the kids was like, and I get it. People like doing things that sort of make them popular. And I'm just realizing that that's kind of what it was because kids were talking to him and he was like, oh, you're colorblind. It's like, yeah. Oh, well, did you know that Aaron's black? It's like, I didn't know that Aaron was black. Wow. You know, the only black kid in class. But again, going back to black and white, even colorblind seems some semblance of color. Anyway, my one sentence is, like 90s movie Independence Day showed, yeah, 90s movies, 90s movie Independence Day showed humans all uniting against alien invasion. We don't need that. We don't need an alien invasion. Let's use our brain (laughs) and unite now. We are all one. We are all human. We are all beautifully diverse humans. It's complexity. Um, sorry, just a second. Oh, yeah. Um, just in general, saying that some small things could be extremely small, but some small things could turn into teachable lessons. That's what I have. Oh, right. Now, uh, with pride, and we don't we don't have to market it this way, but hmm. we're doing a little different in that we're going to give you an extra video. We're not really going to comment on it, but it's just hilarious. So be sure to <laughs> enjoy. And hmm. when we come back, we'll do our closing, and. We'll then come with the music. All right. But here's a little bonus video for y'all. Hashtag scream girl at Matt McNish. Hashtag verse CV216E. Hello? Hello. Would you like to play a game? I thought I made it very clear on my grinder profile that I'm not into games. I am into pit play though. How about you? I, uh, I, I like scary movies. Do you like scary movies? Of course. Samara from The Ring is iconic. What do you like? I like the idea of seeing your insides. Listen, that sounds hot, but I ate a big dinner tonight. What? I'm confused. I just want to know who I'm looking at, Blondie. How did you know that I dyed my hair blonde? I can see you. 
through your window. So you like a show, huh? What? No, pull your pants up. Good God. Listen, dude, you're sending mixed messages. I'm really not, though. I've made it very clear that I'm going to kill you. I set my location. The door's unlocked. Good Lord, how are you going to so many red flags? Who raised you? Look, we'll get into the daddy stuff once you come over, okay? You know what? This is making me uncomfortable. I think I'm good. Always talking a big game and no follow through. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and um, the, the comment underneath the video was something along the lines of the reason that um, scary uh, villains will never catch gays. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So. This has been hashtag first TV week 216. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find hashtag first TV all over social media. Hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. Also, if you wish, if you ever so desire, you can email me. Aaron Mack at versetv.com. A-R-O-N. M-C-K at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B dot com. And you can check us out on the website, www.versetv.com. Basic Complexity, where can we find you, friend? Yes. Um, <laughs> I definitely, because always, Get Seth. I've definitely and I trying to pull it up. You know what? I I, I can just give it for, for okay. everyone. Thank so. Of course, your TikTok is at my basic complexity, and your Instagram is at basic complexity. And again, it's just two words, combine them together. And your email is basic complexity at versetv.com. B E R S T E A V.com. All right. And Quincy said, Is to follow through for me. I, I know that's why, friend. He, he's talking. I think he's talking about the uh, the video, the um, <laughs> scary movie guy. But yes. All right. So now let's move on to our music. Oh, you know what? Before we move on to the music, I have to insert a dog and pony show while I turn off YouTube so we don't get a flag. YouTube like, nah, B. Nah. <laughs> nah, whoa. <laughs> I remember in, in New Orleans when Wody was a uh, a term that we would use. Nah, Wody. 
Nah, Woody. Oh. Anyway. So, here is, oh no, it looks like maybe that deleted Quincy. I'm sorry for that. But yeah, all right. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA Basic Complex today. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Two one six.